Welcome to the Nieces Nugs Podcast. Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Nieces Nugs Podcast, episode 27. Today on the podcast, I want to talk about Detroit. Yes, that's right. No need to readjust your radios or your podcasts or your apps. No need to clean out your ears. You heard me correctly. Today, we're going to talk about one of my recent trips to Detroit, Michigan. Friends, do not sleep on Detroit. Definitely has a bad rap. Uh, if you ask people who have been or people from there, the, why would you go visit there? Why why Detroit? There's nothing there to see or or maybe the bad reputation. There's people who haven't gone. They're like, I have no desire to go to Detroit. Why would you do that? There's crime. There's danger. It's dirty, blah, blah, blah. You hear everything about any of these cities. My response is this. Every city in America and many across the world, they have bad ideas, bad areas, things that people wouldn't recommend. There's trouble you can find anywhere. So what I say is this, don't miss the good because you're afraid of what people have said that's bad. You know what? I say give places a chance. And if you don't like it, don't go back. But if you can find a cheap and affordable trip to one of these places, go check it out. You might just find a hidden gym. Now, I don't think Detroit's hidden, but I'm going to tell you this. It was like a gym. A few months ago, we actually looked at going to Detroit. The girls were on fall break, and we were trying to find a place to go, and I was looking at cheap plane tickets, and we actually thought about buying a plane ticket and getting on the plane that night. Amanda was kind of pressed for time, said she didn't want to pack for three people in that quick a time, and so we pressed pause, and we still we went on the road trip instead. I kind of chronicled that in one of the earlier episodes But as we approached Thanksgiving, we began looking again, where can we go? You see, last Thanksgiving, we started this kind of new tradition in our household where we just wanted to get out and go somewhere, maybe to just not deal with all the expectations of Thanksgiving or the things that come along with it. Some of you guys know there's just a lot of complications that happen around the holidays. And we were like, what if we started some new traditions where we actually traveled to some cities on Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving and kind of experience the culture wherever that was. And last year, we went to New York City, and we experienced the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And this year, as we were searching, we were like, where could we fly cheap? Now, many of you have asked, even though I've done podcasts on this, David, where do you go to find cheap plane tickets? It's really more of an art instead of a science. And so there's different places I go and different times I look. But one of the websites I go to all the time is skiplagged.com. That's skip lagged.com. Now, I never buy tickets on this website, but this website is great for showing me specifically cheap places I can fly out of Myrtle Beach. You can put in your city and it'll a certain date and it'll show you the cheapest either round trip or what I do is uh, not a non-stop one-way tickets to see where's the cheapest place I can get out of town to. And sometimes I piece together trips this way. And so I go into Skip Lag, I put in Myrtle Beach into mystery destinations, worldwide destinations. And what it does is it pulls up all of the flight, the cheapest flights out of that city and shows you where you can fly to on that day for a specific thing. And what kept coming up over and over and over as we pranked the Thanksgiving holiday week was Detroit. 
So I started doing some research and thought about it. And we actually did some research. And we're like, this would work. We checked the weather. The weather actually looked quite decent. Uh, and so we were like, let's go for it. And so then what I do is once I see what the cheapest price is, and then I go to where that price is found. So for example, Spirit Airlines, it said $26. So you go to spirit.com and you click in, you, you put in the same information and you see that it pops up that price or a price similar. Now, one thing about Spirit that I've told you is it's cheaper to buy tickets at the airport for Spirit than it is online. This is not true of every airline. This is only true of a couple airlines. In fact, some people have asked me, can you do this with Delta? It's not going to be any cheaper. For whatever reason, Spirit and, and Allegiant do this where it's cheaper at the airport. Now, if you go on the website, though, as I did on this case, it said there's only one ticket left at this price. You might have seen this before. Maybe you've been on Delta or maybe you've been on American Airlines, and you see it says only two tickets left at this price or only one ticket left at this price. Some people think that means there's only one ticket left in the entire air, uh, airplane, or maybe they think that they can't buy two tickets at on the flight if there's only one. It, I, I've had people actually do this recently. What that means is... Uh, airline um, how it runs algorithms, if you will, and runs different price structures. And so once a certain amount of tickets are sold at a certain value, it jumps up to another value. And so to get around this, you kind of play with the numbers. And for this flight specifically, it said there was one ticket left at the cheaper price, but there was more than no tickets left at the other price. So what happens is if you go in and you say you buy four tickets, even though there's only one ticket left at the lower price, you're going to pay the higher price for all four tickets. But if you go in and buy one ticket at the lower price, then you only have to buy three tickets at the next higher price. And so with that in mind, I go to the airport, I go to Spirit Airlines counter at the airport. Um, if you're buying the day of, specifically at Spirit, uh, which we were, I was, we were flying out on Tuesday, I went to the airport Tuesday morning, you can actually go straight to the check-in counter and buy from them. You don't have to wait in the longer line if you're buying the day of. And so otherwise in Myrtle Beach, you have to go down to the baggage claim line, which can take some time. But I went in and I bought one ticket at the cheaper price and then three tickets at the full price. Uh, and so got a great deal. Uh, we were ready to go, went home, had a couple hours to pack, got the girls ready. We were all ready to go. We're going to do a two-day trip, two-night trip to Detroit. We get to the airport. We get through security, no issues at all. We're waiting at the gate. And over and over again, what I hear is that Spirit is emphasizing the size of bags, the number of bags, and more and more, they're regulating what is a carry-on, what is a personal item, and what you have to do. We even saw a girl who, in her mind, she had said she had gotten a bag on multiple times as a, care, as a, a personal item. They made her pay for a check bag and a carry-on, and she was quite upset at this. Friends, if it's too much, if you are going to pay a fortune if your bag is not the correct size. Now, I will tell you a story on the way home where I had to fit it into the container, but if you get caught, just be prepared that it's going to be quite a fee. So what I would say this is, is if your bag is borderline too big, make sure you put on the 
clothes that are the biggest to create room in your bag. Also, again, I've mentioned this before when flying spirit, this personal item bin, you can use your force to shove it down in there. You just can't have anything rigid. So no rollerboard bags are going to work. If you have shoes in there, you got to take those out because at the end of the day, you need to have soft clothing that can kind of conform to the space Spirit has raised their bag fees, so you have to factor all this in when you're flying Spirit. Is it worth to check a bag? Is it worth to carry a bag on? All of these things. We have no flight issues at all, but except for we're in the back of the plane. We, we're the last people to check in. They put us all together, uh, and we're in the back of the plane. We had a flight attendant. It was fantastic. She actually gave the girls packs of M&Ms. It was super sweet to us, um, but we were in the back of the plane, so we were in no hurry to get on, and we were in no hurry to get off because if we were, we just would have been frustrated. People do not know how to get off the airplane. I cannot emphasize this enough, friends. Please learn how to get on and off an airplane. It will help all of us out. We land in Detroit. We have a rental car lined up, but the rental car situation there, you got to kind of take a bus to the rental car site, which is off-site. Uh, there was a lot of traffic. Things were kind of crazy. Traffic into the airport was crazy. On a Tuesday, people trying to get out of town kind of worried us when our return flight. We were worried about traffic and stuff, but there really wasn't when we came back. We got in our return rental car, no problem, and then we start heading to our hotel. Our hotel uh, was outside of downtown because in Detroit, on Thanksgiving weekend, there's a couple of things going on. Number one, uh, the Lions, Detroit Lions football team, always plays at home on Thanksgiving Day. There is a parade. So all the hotels downtown are booked solid. There, there's room, but you're going to pay an arm and a leg. So we kind of stay just on the outskirts of, of Detroit proper, if you will. No problem for us. We can drive around. We have a rental car. And so we get to the hotel. We get into our room. We drop things off. And then we go to have a meal that I think is only appropriate. We go find a Detroit-style pizza for dinner. Now, a couple of things, if you don't know, Detroit-style pizza, it's kind of square in shape, kind of a crispy, buttery crust with tomato and cheese. We kind of split it up into half pepperoni and half cheese so we could all be happy about this. In Detroit, there's tons of places that offer Detroit-style pizza. We went to a chain, actually, a Detroit, local Detroit chain called Buddy's. Some people say Jets is better, but we enjoyed it. I would go back, but I'd also be interested in trying Jets pizza, too, but Detroit pizza is great if you like that crispy crust. Uh, nice and buttery. is fantastic. Afterwards, I looked up at different places to go for desserts, and we ended up at this uh, Italian market called Cantoros, and it was amazing. They had a restaurant to the side, but it was really like an Italian market, grocery store market, but they had a bakery section, and we had some fresh pastries and items from the bakery that were just absolutely fantastic. We go back to the hotel. There's an indoor pool, and so we let the girls go swimming, and we kind of just wind down for the evening. We get up early the next morning, and we head to the Detroit Zoo. What is not to do on Thanksgiving, the day before Thanksgiving in Detroit, except for go hang out outside with a bunch of animals in the wintertime in Detroit, except for this. The weather was mild. It was quite nice. We knew, we could see that they had already had a snow in Detroit, but it wasn't snowing at all then. In fact, it was quite mild temperatures. There was nobody at the zoo, so we had a fantastic visit to the Detroit Zoo. Now, one thing you need to keep in mind, no matter where you live, if you're members of another zoo, so for us, we're members of Riverbank Zoo in Columbia. It was just cheaper to do that for the year than to 
buy multiple passes. They have reciprocal privileges at zoos across the nation. So you can go on the website and see if your membership gives you access to different places. For us, the reciprocal membership fee at Detroit Zoo was half off. So we all got half off admission going into the Detroit Zoo. Well worth our day adventure there. Wide variety of animals. We got there when they opened. We were probably the third or fourth people through the gate. We got to see the penguins, a huge selection, four different types of penguins living in a cool environment. They had polar bears. They had two uh, cub bears and a mama bear. Polar bear was active and swimming around. Got to play with the girls through the through the glass a little bit. It was quite, quite entertaining. Got to see giraffes. Uh, we were there right on Michigan, uh, Ohio State weekend, so it was fun to see the wolverines, the like, actual wolverines fighting, play fighting there at the zoo. Just a great day. Uh, one of the things we both mentioned to each other was that the animals were more active than we, we've been to several zoos over the last year, and this one was fantastic. Nice and clean, but big. Uh, you had to walk quite a bit, but it was great, well laid out. Um, animals seemed to be happy, um, plenty of space. They were doing some work as well. Once we left the zoo, one of the things we also made a habit of doing is checking out Indian food restaurants. And so I had picked out a place. The zoo is kind of on the north side of Detroit, if you will. There's a little town right there, maybe a mile away from the zoo, called Royal Oak. And in Royal Oak, there's a place called Royal Oak Masala Indian Restaurant. So we took the girls there. Uh, Amanda got her normal chicken korma. I ordered lamb tikka masala. Uh, we got some chicken tikka for the girls. Of course, we got some naan. The food was absolutely delicious. Indian food, if you can find a great place in any of these cities you visit, I'm telling you, don't sleep on the Indian food. It was fantastic. After lunch, we headed downtown. Lots to do in downtown Detroit. People give Detroit a bad rap. I'm telling you, there was lots to do with kids. And on a normal, uh, sunny spring day, man, this place would be hopping. There was museums. There was play areas. There's different activity centers. Uh, we went to the riverfront. Uh, there's a nice three-mile walk. Uh, we went to Cullen Plaza. They have a carousel there, and it's kind of where the, all the activity hub is. Uh, there's sporting events all over the city. We were downtown. We saw uh, the Red Wings were playing. People were going to watch the Detroit Red Wings play. People were going to watch the Detroit Lions play. The Bills were in town to play the Lions. Michigan Wolverines basketball was gone. Just a lot of activity happening, and even in downtown during the Christmas season, they have an ice rink and a tree right there in the middle of the city. That was a fun place to hang out. Cadillac Lodge is this nice little just area set up on the street. We've actually parked right near there. They have some shops and different things, and then there's this free hangout spot. People are having a meal or hanging out, different things right there. There's also an area right across the street from there called Monroe Street Midway. Tons of free activities for kids. There's also things you can do for purchase as well. Just a lot to do downtown that we got to enjoy. We also decided that since COVID regulations has e have eased up, that we wanted to take the girls into Canada. If you listen to the Niagara Falls episode, we tried to go across. We had some issues with some COVID testing, different things that we hadn't uh, realized and planned for, but those are gone. So we went to Windsor, Canada, which ha offers a good view of Detroit straight across the river. Super easy to get into. You have two options. You go over the bridge, which used to be free, but now you have to pay for, or there's a tunnel, which is quick and easy, approximately $10 to go there and back. Uh, but just make sure you have your passports. Make sure you're just explaining why you're going across. 
People questioned us. Obviously, you get questions at customs of both sides, but no issues whatsoever. We hung out on the Riverside area um, there in Windsor. They have some architecture things, different things going on. Several shops were closed, uh, but there was not much else happening. But you could definitely explore Windsor, Canada for some time. Just a beautiful little town. We came back over into downtown, walked around some more, obviously wanted to go get some ice cream. And then as we were winding down the day, I decided as we were going back to our hotel, I wanted to scope out where we were going to park the next day. You see, the next day on Thanksgiving Day, there is the America's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is actually, along with Macy's, the second oldest parade in the United States. And as we've done some research, we went to Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. We were like, we got to check this out. But we also were flying out midday, so we knew we couldn't stay super long because we had to drive to the airport. We knew we'd have to drop our car off and take our shuttle back to the airport. But we saw, scoped it out. Where could we park? And so kind of went down and drove near the Detroit Public Library through Wayne State University, found a place to park, and was like, this is nice. And then all of a sudden, we see floats already set up, and there's no security. So we're like, let's walk through the floats. And so for the next hour, that's exactly what we did. We walked from beginning to end all on the road and got to see all of the floats unmanned lined up ready for the parade it was incredible it was awesome part to be able just to walk and see them with no pressure nobody uh, rushing you no no crowds it was a nice evening to do it Uh, it was really really enjoyable to see all of the floats that would be coming through the parade the next day. We didn't get to see um, the blown up balloons, uh, but all the floats were out. It was a really cool thing. Ne- woke up the next morning, packed up from the hotel, and then went downtown, parked along Woodward there by Detroit Public Library, and walked out. And let me just tell you this. People were getting there early in the morning. Uh, these people had set up chairs and uh, fires. Uh, you know, it was like they were camping. Some people had a breakfast set up, was making hot chocolate and breakfast sandwiches and all kinds of stuff. It was really cool to see how people were experiencing the parade. Super friendly to us, gave our girls free hot chocolate, told us we could sit in their seats and uh, w- invited us to hang out with them through the parade. Now, there was a lot of people, a great crowd, but it was super convenient. We had a great view. It wasn't overcrowded. Uh, people were super friendly and a great time watching the parade, at least the first hour of the parade before we had to get out of there. Just a great, great experience um, that kind of capped off our Thanksgiving weekend. We had to get out of there, so we'd hop back to the airport, drop off a rental car, get on the shuttle. Everything was super efficient and quick. But let me tell you this, we get back into the terminal, and they once again are talking about bags. In fact, after I'd already got past the lady checking my ticket, she called me back off of the the ramp and told me that I had to put my bag inside the personal item. In fact, she made me put two of our bags in there to prove that they fit. Friends, spirit is tightening up, so you got to be careful. Both our bags fit, no issues whatsoever. We got back on the plane and we were headed back for Myrtle Beach to enjoy the rest of our Thanksgiving day in Myrtle Beach. Friends, Detroit was wonderful. Don't sleep on Detroit. If you need any more suggestions, any more ideas, I'm here for it. I will help you out. Here's the one thing I would say. Give it a couple months. Let the temperatures rise from now until March, you know, April, and go check out Detroit when it starts to come alive again. Great, great place. I will definitely be back and not just for a layover. That's all I got for you today. Hope you're doing well. We'll catch you next time.